as we continue reading the letter to the Hebrews and this uh, kind of curious comment on Melchizedek. Uh, Melchizedek from the book of Genesis was kind of a, a mysterious character. And Abraham is, is traveling around. He runs into this man, the king of Salem, Melchizedek, who is presented as a priest. Now, this is in the time of Abraham, before, before Moses, and before God had established the priests of the Old Testament, right? And uh, so it's kind of interesting that there's this priest that, that Abraham honors, and he offers him a tithe. You know, tithing is what we still do when we give 10% of our income uh, to the church. And, and it was required of the, of the Jews in, in the Mosaic Law and Moses' Law as well. But this is before all of that, before the Mosaic Law, and, and Abraham gives him this, a tenth of all of his possessions to this strange character who just appears out of nowhere. He's not part of the chosen people. So uh, the, the letter to the Hebrews gives us the, the new interpretation of Melchizedek, that he was a foreshadowing of Jesus Christ. He was God's way of revealing the way that Jesus was going to be. And what does that mean? That means that Jesus is a, is a priest like Melchizedek. He's, he's a priest, but not in the way that the priests of the Old Testament were after Moses. So Moses established that all of the men of the tribe of Levi, all of the Levites, would be priests. They're the ones to offer up the sacrifices. They're the ones to make the prayers to God on behalf of the people. They're the ones who kind of represent the people before God and, and gain atonement for, for sins before God. Jesus comes as a new kind of priest who's not a part of that tribe, so he didn't receive his priesthood by being born into the tribe of, of Levi. He received his priesthood directly from God. And so, so they look back on Melchizedek and realize this is, this is a foreshadowing of the, of what, the way Jesus was going to be, a, a different kind of priest. And that's why the psalm, Psalm 110 says, you are a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. I don't know how they would have interpreted Psalm 110 before the coming of Christ. It must have been very mysterious to them. Who is this priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. So, um, so this is Jesus. The Psalm 110 is also interpreted in the light of Christ. Christ is, is a new kind of priest. And what does that mean? It's really interesting for us because we have, it seems that we have many priests, you know, me, Father John, Father Hayden, a whole bunch, whole bunch of priests all over the world, thousands of them. But in reality, in Catholic teaching, there's really only one priest, Jesus Christ. Christ is the one priest of the New Testament. All of us just share and participate in his priesthood. We kind of like borrow Christ. Kind of, uh, you know the phrase in persona Christi in Latin. We, we stand in the person of Christ. When the priest acts in the sacraments, he's really only letting Christ take over in his person. And Christ is the one speaking the words that the priest speaks and, and doing ministry through, through his priests. Um, it's also beautiful that in, in, the New, in the New Testament, there is a universal priesthood. So maybe you've heard that phrase before. A universal priesthood means that every Christian, every person who's baptized, by the fact that they become part of the body of Christ, also become part of his priesthood. Like how could you be part of the body of Christ without also being a part of the one priest who is Jesus Christ? So that every, every baptized person has the ability to offer up prayers to God, has the ability to, to gain satisfaction for sins 
through their prayers and through their offerings. It's in a different way from the ministerial priests, but it's, but it's just as real, right? Um, in the Old Testament, the lay people, the people who weren't part of the tribe of Levi, had to bring their offerings to the priests, and the priests had to offer the sacrifices, and that's how they got their communion with God back after having sinned, right? Um, lay people here can, can unite, we can unite our sufferings to, to Christ directly, because by being baptized, you're a part of his priesthood. You can, you can offer up things to God directly through your, through your prayers and through your sacrifices. So it's a very beautiful thing. I think it's something that we should, we should practice um, in our hearts when we pray, when we make sacrifices, offering, offering it with Christ, knowing that we are part of his body and part of his priesthood.